When is the last time you attended a slumber party with your girlfriends and discussed issues on your heart? Your host is Gina Glenn, who welcomes you to tonight's Mommy Jammies Night. This is a time for you and our special guests and friends from around the world to join in live. Put on a comfortable pair of jammies, pull up a chair, settle in with your favorite refreshment, and prepare to be blessed as Gina welcomes tonight's guest. And now, here's Gina Glenn. Welcome to all of you who are joining me today. As most of you know, um, my name is Felice Gerwitz, and I'm your host as well as your presenter today. And the topic of our session is letting go and letting God minister to you and your family. And one of the amazing things um, in this talk is right now I'm going through another major crisis in my life. And it seems like every time I have live events or we're getting ready to start another live expo, something happens to my website and servers. I've been on the Internet since, uh, oh gosh, I want to say the early um, or late 80s. Um, I had, actually the Internet wasn't around then, so let me preface that with, we had computers in the 80s. Um, in 1980, I remember having a computer. And so I've been pretty tech-savvy for the better part of my life. And I have never had such computer or Internet issues in my life until I started with the Ultimate Homeschool Expos. And I really think that a lot of it, um, you know, is because we're going to be blessing families through these events and through our talks. And if we cannot glorify God, then I'm going to stop doing this because the whole purpose of anything I do, of any of the work that I'm doing is really, you know, to tell others about the Lord and my love for him and what he has done for me. And so it's ironic that in this talk, Letting Go and Letting God, um, that so many things have happened. And I learned yesterday evening uh, before this session that every single one of my websites um, in my Media Angels and Learning Online um, server are down, every single one of them. And so we're talking about 14 and 15 different websites as as well as my husband's construction website, his home inspection website, my ministry website, A Few Minutes with God, my kids' hub website, um, and the entire server where all the files are stored, all the audio files to all of our expo sets. So we are in the process of moving to another server. Um, It's already happened three times now, and, um, you know, we're going to just have to be proactive and and get them off that server. The point I'm making here is that we have life crises every single day, and we can just let them get us down or pick up and move on. And what you know about me is what you see um, on the surface. You know that I'm a a Christian wife and mother. Um, I've told you that, you know, and I've been married to my husband for 32 years in August. We'll be celebrating our our 32nd wedding anniversary. I'm a mother to Neil, Christina, Nicholas, Ann, and Michael. I'm a grandmother to four little darlings. I'm a mother-in-law. And, you know, I homeschool. I'm a publisher, owner of Media Angels, and the owner of the Ultimate Homeschool Expo and your host during all of the live events. But who am I really? You know, who am I on that day-to-day basis? Well, I'm not a complicated person. I don't play games. I'm pretty transparent. I'm the what-you-see-is-what-you-get kind of person. And I make mistakes. I'm fallible. You know, I sometimes yell at my kids, and I totally lose it on occasion. And so, you know, those are the things that, um, you know, we are – having to, I don't know, sometimes put aside and 
just clean our plate or clear our plate and just get back with God. You know, we're we're all fallible people. When you look at other families from the outside in, they always look perfect. And, you know, that's not always what, what happens. You know, I'm a fiercely loyal person, and if I'm your friend, I'm your friend forever. If you're no longer my friend, no, I will pray for you forever. And when it comes to my God, my husband, my children, or my extended family or online friends, I am always here for you. I'm coming to you now as a humble servant of the Lord. You know, I've wanted a Christian ministry for over 25 years, and the Lord has finally been now, today, as the right time. When we walk in the Lord, we may feel a calling, but everything must be in the right order for that calling to be a blessing to ourselves and to others. There are so many things in my life, and um, not only that as a homeschool mom, but also with running a business, helping my husband run his business, and so on. And I know all of you listening today have so much on your plate. You know, we're educators, we're parents, we're housewives, we're caregivers, uh, some of us run businesses. There are so many things to deal with on a daily basis, and we often find ourselves in a stressful state. You know, we look at our lives and we think, you know, other people just don't know what we're going through. And believe me, every one of our crises are so real in our lives that sometimes we just can't, we can't move on. And I'm going to talk about that now. You know, years ago I was plagued with migraines, and when I visited the doctor, he asked me if I'd had any stress in my life. And I just kind of shrugged my shoulders smiling and said, uh, well, let's see. I just helped my husband begin his own business. I oversee this business with two small children, and I just learned my four-year-old was diagnosed with a form of Down syndrome. So, no, no, I'm not stressed at all. You know, and it's just um, I learned early on that either I could lean on God or I could desert God and I decided that I would rather choose God and only seek to give me the comfort that I crave. Family, friends, you know, well-meaning people, none of them, you know, even the husband that I loved and, and, and he supported me through this time and I supported him, even, even that fell short from the love that, that God could give me. And I realized that only with God would I have the peace that I needed, the peace that would surpass all understanding. Let me ask you, do any of you hold on to your worries? Are you concerned about your family? You know, maybe it's the salvation of your relatives. Maybe it's discipline issues. Maybe it's worry about whether or not you're raising your children correctly or well or, you know, raising children that love the Lord. Or maybe your children are, are grown up and have strayed from the Lord. You know, are you worried about whether they're safe? Some of you have children in the military. Some of you have children who are going to be leaving for college for the first time. You know, these are issues that we worry about. We worry about things like, you know, is homeschooling the right choice? Or, you know, maybe your child is in a traditional or private school and you're thinking about putting them in or taking them out, and you're, you're worried. You know, whatever, whatever stage you're in, sometimes our concern for our family can be overwhelming. Maybe you're concerned about your finances. You know that that things are just not going to, you're not going to have enough um, means to make ends meet that month. Or that you're not going to be able to, you know, keep a house. And it's been such a downturn market. We just know so many people who have lost their homes or are in the process of losing their homes. 
you know, I've watched friends not only lose their homes but their businesses, and it, it can be the most frightening thing. You know, do you have daily trials that are hardships? What about issues that crop up without notice, issues with your spouse, neighbors, kids, maybe caring for an elderly parent or fighting illnesses? You know, those are things that are, are so difficult, so difficult. You worry that your kids are missing out. I've talked to parents lately who are just thinking that, you know, they love homeschooling and they feel like the Lord just called them to homeschool, but they just feel like their kids are just missing out. And it's because they can't afford lessons or pay for something, you know, like sports or karate or music or art or something extra that they want that child to do. Do you look at other parents or other families and feel like they're doing a better job with their homeschooling or raising their children? Well, I've come to realize that while I can add to this list, and I'm sure you can, and I'm sure I've left out things that are plaguing you with your worry, that we can worry ourselves into a tizzy. Just as I was writing this list and even as I'm telling you about this, it causes me to stress. And we get so keyed up that what happens is, and I know this from life experience, is that all of these trials cause you to freeze puts you in a survival mode where you can barely make it through the day. Some people have despair and anxiety that's so severe that they need medication. Sometimes that you can forsake prayer. Why bother to pray? You know, God doesn't hear you anyway, right? Or you fail to see beyond the present moment. Well, I know in all of our life trials, and there have been many, there have been deaths in our family, there have been crises, there have been all kinds of things that have happened. And I know that no matter how bad the issue is right this second, how much you are so embodied in that that problem, that time does heal. And when we can't pray, we can ask others to pray. I know that there were some situations lately in my life that um, I was so frozen that I couldn't even call friends to ask them to pray. And what was so amazing was that they thought of me and they prayed for me anyway. And that was, that was you know, just such a blessing to me. Well, how do you break out of this cycle? <clears throat> Normally when I'm at a breaking point, I've cried out to God and I say, I just can't take this anymore, Lord. You promised to only give us what you can handle, what we can handle, and I'm on overload. In essence, when I'm saying this, I'm actually surrendering myself to the Lord. I'm surrendering everything to God. And it is at this point that I've seen miracles begin to happen. It is in this letting go and letting God that we can see him in the midst of our struggles. You know, there are many prosperity gospels being preached, and I'm not one to say what works and what doesn't, but I truly don't believe personally that you can put God in a box. I do believe that God wants to be real for each one of us, He wants to be real in the personal sense, in the get down on your knees and pray to the Lord's sense, in the get flat on your face, you know, as I I have felt lately, and just be at his mercy and just say, Lord, I need your help. I need clarity of mind. I need wisdom. I need discernment. I need to know what to do. In that way, only he can provide for you. As a young bride, I know I often cried, and especially when I didn't get my own way, and I found myself threatening to divorce my husband. And he very wisely looked at me, and without raising his voice, he said, if you ever say that again, I'm going to call you on it. And you know what? I never said it again because I knew he meant it. 
And I also knew that I loved him and I was only using it to hurt him. This is the Lord opening my eyes. You know, I was having a temper tantrum and my husband would have none of it. You know, we were married for life and our pettiness is something we both were able to overcome and outgrow at a young age. And I really thank God for that. You know, we prayed together as a young couple. We were married in the church and with the blessings of the Lord, our pastor and our family. And I truly, truly believe that this blessing of matrimony in our marriage, in our lives, has helped us through the years. I know that without the rock of my Lord and my husband, there is no way that I could have survived the things and the trials that I've been through. And like I said earlier, I've been through many trials lately, and I've watched the Lord reveal so many wonderful things to me. During these trials, I went through all the stages stages that I mentioned earlier. I mentally shut down. I had so much work to do planning my new home school year, planning the expos and all the new wonderful ideas I had for my business. And I I really feel that some people are blessed with different gifts, and I really feel like the Lord blesses me with ideas. Anything I've thought of, I give him the glory and the honor and the credit for because I just could not have thought of these things on my own. And yet I I couldn't execute any of them. I couldn't think beyond the the moment, beyond the need of of just getting through that day because I was so so devastated and so hurt by what was going on in my life and in my business. And so I began to praise God and I found so many things that um began to happen that broke me out of this bondage. I started thanking God. I found so many things began to happen that all I could do was praise him because otherwise I would I would fall back into despair. So I started thanking God. I started thanking him for all the trials and for all of the problems I was having. I thanked him for the for the ability to just be able to get up each day. I thanked him for all of the little things because sometimes when you're so upset, that's, you, you don't really have anything to praise God about. You know, you're not very happy about the situation. So you look around and you just ask the Lord, you know, open my eyes. You know, thank you, Lord, for this beautiful day. Thank you, Lord, for the rain that you brought because our pond was so low. Thank you, Lord, for, you know, giving me children who are coming up to me and when they see me rubbing the, my, the back of my neck, they're giving me neck massages or bringing me a pitcher of water or giving me a hug and saying, I love you, Mom. Thank you for all of the ways that you've picked me up and taken care of me. And then I found the Lord just pouring and pouring his blessings upon me in so many different ways. And so I started jotting down, you know, the things that were helping me. And one um, was was these things I'm going to talk about. There's actually five of them. There's five gems to remember. And the reason I call them gems is, you know, as, a, as we know, a gem is a precious thing. It is something that is of value in the eyes of the world. And these are our heavenly gems. And if we can just remember these during our times of tri- trial, the Lord will just bless it. It will just be wonderful. God's plan is so much better than ours. If you um, feel that he is not answering you, then no, he is. And the answer is no, not right now. I mean, I've prayed so often and felt that the Lord hasn't answered me. And what I found was he wasn't answering me in the way that I wanted. Or even worse, I felt no answer at all. I remember in my um, early teen years, my parents didn't allow me to date. You know, my dad 
didn't even know that his way of thinking was going to be very popular in the books that were going to be bestsellers in years to come, especially in the homeschool world. But my dad said that it wasn't that he didn't trust me, but he didn't trust me. Um, it wasn't that he didn't trust me to go out, but he didn't trust anyone to come in. And what basically, you know, he was doing was being what most people would consider overprotective. But upon graduation from college, I felt that I was never going to meet anyone that I was even remotely interested in. And so I pulled out a prayer that I had stuffed into my Bible that was given to me by a friend of mine, and I call it the true love prayer. And in this prayer, basically what it said was that I surrender my entire being to God, and God needed to be the first love of my life. Well, I remember reading this in college and thinking, you know, well, this doesn't apply to me right now. I'm too busy, and I'm not interested anyway. And um, and so I had a long-distance relationship at that point with, you know, a friend that was going to another college that was very serious. Um, but it, you know, we were we were far removed, and so you know, I also felt that was in the Lord's plan. But the thing is, when I really needed it, I pulled it out, and I did. I surrendered my life to the Lord again, and I just told the Lord, if you don't want me to ever be married, that's fine. I'm going to just, you know, love you and continue on with my life. And I took a job teaching in the same hometown where my parents lived, um, and it was a very small town and was one high school and one middle school and, and so forth and very few eligible young men. Um, and so the point was that the Lord brought my, my then uh, future husband to my hometown to, to take a job as a teacher as well, and we were able to meet up. And the Lord reminded me lately of that, that he provided for a husband for me that was even the same denomination. You know, we were both Christians, and I dated um, other Christians um, in college, but that, um, you know, this was someone who, you know, my mother, I always said, had prayed for him as well. And parents, we have such a wonderful ability as parents to pray for our children and pray for their spouses. And, and that's such a wonderful blessing and something we can do and pass on. And I know that the Lord provides for us in everything. When I was praying about finances after the real estate market crash, which ties in very closely uh, with the construction business that my husband had, I felt that the Lord wasn't listening. And my young daughter was expecting her second child, and my son-in-law had to tell me that we could no longer afford to pay his salary because he was working for us at the time. And, and um, you know, we kept thinking that things would get better. And watched as one company after another failed to pay us and some even closed their doors. I even briefly considered finding a job. However, the Lord had put on my heart to homeschool my children. And while I had a publishing business, really it was more of a hobby than a business. I worked very short hours and could easily manage the 19 books I had and the few authors I published. And one night while I was praying for work, my husband laid hands on my, on my shoulders and he asked the Lord to bless me and my business. And then the doors began to open. I received just unbelievable requests out of the blue. I received requests to speak at local networking events. I was asked to go write uh, several books. I worked with a marketing Internet expert. I was approached um, to purchase the Ultimate Homeschool Expo, as you know, and I agreed to that. And just so many more things happened. And it was because of my husband's blessing that the door, doors opened. 
You know, many modern women today scoff at this notion that we need to be under the protection of our husbands. However, I believe that the bonds of marriage are blessed by the Lord if we take it to be like that. If we look at our husbands and our families as that microcosm, you know, of, of, you know, heaven on earth. And I know that there are times when we fight within our families and things aren't going right. And I really feel that that's Satan's way of trying to dispel that beautiful family unit that the Lord has put together. And so we have to pray against that. You know, that book of Ephesians has so many wonderful prayers in there that we can pray against the wickedness and snares of the devil, that we can put on that armor of Christ. And sometimes I don't even have time to go grab my Bible, and I just pray. I, I just say, Lord, I'm just praying the entire book of Ephesians upon my family right now. You know, and not just that one scripture and verse with the armor of Christ, but all of it. And the Lord blesses those prayers. The Lord will provide for us and not necessarily in the ways we ask. You know, we were praying that he would bless my husband's business, and instead he decided to open the doors for mine. Um, and so, you know, my husband's business is going better, but nowhere near um, where it was a few years ago. The second then is we have to believe that God's plan is so much better than ours. Now, we know this. Most of us know this in our heads, but knowing this and believing it are two different things. Ask the Lord to give you the head knowledge and the heart to know that you know beyond a shadow of a doubt that this is true. You know, it would never have occurred to me to pray for my own business. Um, he opened up this international speaking platform with the Ultimate Homeschool Expo. And what you don't understand is why this was such a blessing in my life at this time in my life. Because years ago, the Lord had asked me through my husband to turn down speaking engagements. And I first um, wrote this, this curriculum, and it was based upon being asked to speak. And um, people kept asking me to talk on topics of science, and I kept thinking, science, are you kidding me? It's not my favorite subject, but my kids like it, and especially my son, my oldest son who um, had a form of Down syndrome, you know, he really learned well, and he was really high-functioning. He's really within the normal realm. But with science, he, he could break free of the things that were holding him down, the, the, the issues he was having maybe with comprehension and reading and Filling in the blanks were just not going to work for him in the workbook sense. But he loved our Pond Life book. He loved learning about science. So I clued in that, wow, science is investigative and there's no clear-cut answer and, you know, this caused that higher level of thinking skills and it worked so great with him. So I began telling parents what I was doing and they asked me to speak and out of speaking came you know, request to speak at the at the um, state convention and then, you know, nationally I was receiving an um you know, invitations. And so within the first year in the first book, Teaching Science and Having Fun, I found myself a keynote speaker at a homeschool conference in Pensacola. And, you know, many of you know Amanda Bennett, and she has a huge, you know, ministry and curriculum, uh, lots and lots of books. And I met Amanda in Pensacola. We were both speaking there. And you know, that's when I began um, looking at things with new eyes and thought, wow, you know, this is really great. In fact, one of my friends thought it was a joke that I had sent him a flyer making myself keynote and um, mailed it to him because it was really my first big speaking engagement. And, and I we always laugh about it because I think, uh, you know, there were maybe eight or ten or, you know, 20 people in the room. There weren't that many people. 
But, um, you know, and Pensacola is about eight hours away from, from where I live in Florida, although it is, it's, in, it's in Florida, barely. Um, it's in the panhandle. But the point was um, the Lord blessed that first talk, you know, with a little bit of a distinction. And my husband and the kids went with me, and after that um, I was asked to speak, and my husband asked me, uh, very seriously, if I would only consider speaking in our home state. And it didn't leave me with many choices. You know, um, there really aren't a whole lot of conferences in Florida. And even so, um, you know, I, I was upset. And I did try to convince him otherwise, but he was adamant. He wanted me to be with him. He wanted me home and with our children. And as I alluded to earlier, you know, I really consider marriage, you know, a very sacred institution. And this was the man the Lord had given me, you know, pretty much brought into my hometown for me. So I really needed to be obedient even when I didn't feel like being obedient. So um, I was really, really shocked when the Lord decided to bless my little business. We had a four-book contract within months, which I did turn down, and that's a story for another time. But um, I went on to sell thousands and thousands of books through the years. We've had 70 vendors, big and small, and my little company was known internationally, especially in the creation science field. And how could I have done that on my own? How could I do that sitting at home and not even traveling the circuit? It was because I had let go and let God, and I had put my business under his mantle and and agreed to allow my husband and his will trump mine. And ladies, that's very, very hard to do, especially for those of you listening that are strong-willed. You know, it's it's very difficult, and especially for those of you that are thinking, well, my husband isn't there in that spiritual walk, or my husband isn't my spiritual superior. You know, it doesn't matter. It, it's really, in being obedient to God, it's this. If we believe that God is ultimately in control, and we know that, and we know his ways are not our ways, it may mean we have to forego our ministries and what we want to do. You know, it's taken me over 25 years to be able to get in front of an audience and give a talk about the Lord, you know, that, that is, going, is blessing me far more than it's probably blessing you. Because for those of you who um, listened to this earlier, this is the second time I'm giving this talk. The first time I gave it, I forgot to hit the record button, and I did it in a different format than I normally did. And after I was done, I said to the Lord, you know, what didn't I learn the first time? I can't believe I need to do this again and record it. And I thought, well, I'll just record it privately because I have ways to do that. And I felt the Lord nudging and saying, no, um, someone needs to hear this. You need to do it live again. And this was a really hard talk to give the first time, and it's hard to get through it without breaking down in tears, and I'm not a, normally a teary person. But, you know, it, it points back to us and what the Lord is doing in our lives. And a couple of days ago when I gave this talk, I didn't have every single website down. You know, the Ultimate Homeschool Expo website's not down because that's on a whole different server. But, you know, now I'm, I'm coming to you today with every single website down. And, you know, that is a difficulty I'm going to have to address today. And I went to bed last night knowing that, and I just surrendered it to the Lord. And I um, I wasn't upset about it in the sense of being angry. I was I was defeated. Uh, I will I will tell you that. 
But then I just began to praise God because I know that his solution for where those websites are going to be and what websites he's going to want me to keep and to get rid of, I have about 15 of them, you know, um, are, are going to be a blessing to me. And it will, you know, I'm just going to put it in his hands, and that's what I can do, all I can do. And that brings me to the third point, and that is the third gem is praise God daily even if you don't feel like it. Praise God for everything. Um, Like I said earlier, when I am down and I can't think of anything to praise him about that particular second, I just start looking around and I ask the Lord, open my eyes so that I can see. I have praised God for the most amazing things. Like I praise the Lord that my children have learning difficulties. You know, I am, he prepared me as an educator with a background in specific learning disabilities. And so he gives me these children that you would think I would be able to school, right? I mean, he's prepared me to be able to deal with these aspects. Let me just tell you a lot of what I learned doesn't work, but that's another, again, another story for another time. The point I'm making is that I do have the educational background to be able to deal with it. Yes, sometimes it's a struggle for them as well as myself, and the Lord allows these struggles in our lives because what they're going to do is keep our eyes on him. We know that when everything is going well, when everything is as as good as it can get in our lives, we sometimes forget about the Lord. You know, it's that that old proverbial, we put God on the shelf, and when we need him, we take him down. But when we're in the midst of our despair, when we really need the Lord, he is in our, our tongues, our minds, our hearts, because where else can we go? For those of us that love the Lord beyond breathing, that truly, truly have that love of God that only he can give us, only he can give us that gift, and it's free for anyone who wants it. All you have to do is ask. Just get down on your knees and ask. Ask the Lord to infill you with his love, his peace, his joy. He will. Those are, those are prayers he will answer. It takes us, praising takes us into the heavenly realm. It takes us out of the commonplace. It brings us to a place where we can be filled. He can infill us with his Holy Spirit. God told us he would not desert us. You know, he rose bodily and he left this earth, but he he left us with his spirit. And his spirit is there always with us. You know, that joy surpasses all understanding. How can we be joyful in the midst of our our hurts and our struggles and our financial upheavals and everything else that happens in our lives? And the only way we can be is by putting everything before the Lord. I praise God for the learning issues my children had, and one day I remember being very uh, stressed about things that were happening in the home, and I called my neighbor at the time who used to babysit for me, and he came over and I knew when I got home my house would be a disaster because he would build a tent um, out of every sheet I had in the house. And uh, he was a really great kid. And my kids at at that time only had Neil and Christina, and they absolutely loved him. And so I I went into the car, and um, I turned on Christian radio, and there was a man being interviewed, and he was talking about this vision therapy program. And I pulled over the side of the road, wrote down his phone number, and when I got home, I called him and ordered um, one of the kits 
And that was a blessing in our lives because that helped my children with their reading. It was amazing and it was miraculous and it worked for us and our family. And, and, you know, those are the kinds of things that the Lord will answer our prayer just by praising him. We also need to seek God with a neutral mindset. Well, what do I mean by that? When you realize God is in control and you let him drive and be in the passenger seat in the true sense of the word, he can guide us. The Lord can guide someone who is willing, who doesn't have, you know, their their mindset parts with an emergency break on. Sometimes we pray to God and we, we ask the Lord and when we're asking him for whatever it is we're asking him for, we're not open to any suggestions. You know, this is what we want, Lord. And when we... Ask God, you know, Lord, I want your will in my life. We have to be in neutral so that the Lord can put put us where he wants us to be. I wasn't happy that I wasn't going to get to speak. I love to be in front of an audience and share about homeschooling and homeschool topics. Yet, that was not where my husband wanted me at the time. And, you know, now he's given me his blessing to be able to do more speaking. And he loves that I have a webinar forum online where I can bring presentations um, to others at home from the comfort of my own home to the comfort of their home or or wherever you are, wherever you're traveling. And now technology has advanced so far that while I'm sitting here in my second-story office in my home in Florida, you guys listening are all over the world. You're all over the world. Some of you are in different countries. Some of you are in different states. And we're all listening and, and we're all able to connect. And what a wonderful blessing that is. How could I have even thought of that years ago? You know, I, I couldn't have. And the Lord has, you know, given us all of these different things, you know, and and because, you know, when we pray and we seek God's will, that we have to be willing for him to move us as he sees fit to move us. You know, it was like when I gave up dating, you know, and I said, Lord, if you want me to remain single, then if that's your will, then that's fine. Well, then he brought a husband to me. You know, God calls us, but we're often too busy or too stubborn, or we have our own agenda to hear him. And sometimes if we do hear him, what's even worse is we say no. And so that is something, my dear friends, I want you to really think and pray. And when you pray, and you pray for God's will in your life, be in that neutral mindset, Lord, wherever you want to take me. It may not be exactly the road I want to go. You know, I just thought of an, another um, story. A friend of ours um, is a wonderful Christian man. He's a doctor. And I remember um, him telling us how he was going to save his wife from uh, you know, Christianity. Um, and so she had really come to embrace the Lord and claim him as her personal savior, and he thought, oh, my gosh, what happened to her? She got super religious. I mean, they went to church um, every week, but now this was a whole different thing, and he didn't like it one bit, so he was going to save her. And when he found, what he found out was the Lord was calling him, and his one reasoning, his one big reason for not wanting to follow the Lord was he was afraid that the Lord was going to send him to Africa as a you know missionary doctor. And so, you know, he's an orthopedic surgeon, and so he was really fearful. And he said, I'm afraid that if I embrace God, you know, he's going to send me to Africa. And it's amazing because now he says, you know, if the Lord sends me, I would willingly go. 
it's that different mindset that now that he knows and loves the Lord and he knows the Lord will take care of him. And he has. He's abundantly blessed him, his wife, and their children. And and they were a homeschool family for many years. Their children um, are all grown up or in college. And so, um, you know, it's, it's a blessing, a blessing in their lives. And um, actually, this, this gentleman I'm talking about, his daughter is Gabriella Fry, who wrote the homeschool prayer. And I'm going to talk about that next. Um, she's the one who set the that prayer that the Lord gave me, the music, with her father. So number five in the fifth gem is hearing his calling and doing his will. How can you hear the Lord when the world is making so much noise? How can, how can you hear the world when the kids are screaming or you have little ones or you're up in the middle of the night nursing and you can barely stay awake when the two-year-old jumps on your bed at, at four in the morning or five in the morning when you just put the baby down at three? You know, how can you even think about doing God's will when you're in the middle of doing everything that you're supposed to do every day just to take care of your family. Well, that is God's will for you. You have an amazing ministry as a mommy taking care of those little ones. What I would caution you is what are you thinking when you wake up? You know, if you are praising God and you are entrenched in prayer during the day, and that means, Lord, help me, dear Lord, bless my children, I just praise you and I thank you. Write down just a series of different sayings. You know, look at the Bible and just grab those sayings. I used to have sticky notes up of just little little prayers that I would pull off and look at. I remember when I was nursing my son um, and laying down with my, my third-born, um, you know, Nick, who's now 16, but when he was a baby and I was nursing him, I would pray for Neil and Christina, and I would pray for their spouses someday. Every time at nap time, that was my time to be with my baby and pray for my older children. Take that time. Don't miss one single second of any kind of downtime that you have to be able to lift other people up. Because in praying for other people, the Lord is blessing us abundantly as well. And we may not even realize it at the time. I know that many times I've thought, gosh, I really haven't heard the Lord's calling or blessed because whatever I'm doing is not being blessed. And I found out that part of that is I have to be really, really careful, especially, you know, for those of us that are doing things that are out in the public eye. We have to be bathed in prayer and in, and against spiritual warfare all the time. You know, I believe that 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 God has all the power in the world and we shouldn't fear and so we have to pray but be vigilant and surround ourselves with like-minded Christians. In this expo and the people that I'm working with with this expo are all strong, strong Christians. And even in, in the outer circle of my business now, I am looking for people who are strong Christians to work with because I want to surround myself with people who are going to be prayer warriors, who are going to join with me in praying through every aspect of everything that we do, because if it's not with God's blessing and without his will, I don't want to do it. You know, I, I took on this expo more as a ministry. It wasn't, let's see how much money I can make. That's not how I, I did this. And, you know, for the first expo that I did, I, I did a quick back-to-school blast last year, and I did an ultimate um, Christmas fall expo. And we did every single one of those sessions live, every single one. I may have, yeah, maybe take one or two behind the scenes, but most of them were live. 
And I wanted to just give, give, give and bless everyone with that. And I found that it exhausted me. It was just way too much work for me. And so that's when I had to pray and regroup because it took so much out of me and my children and my family. And so um, what I what I did was I said, okay, Lord, you know, what is it that I'm supposed to do? And so, you know, my dream is eventually to have so much sponsorship that the extras can be all free, but right now we can't do that. The reason I'm doing this, again, is because it's a ministry tool. It's because I can help support you in your homeschooling journey, you know, through people who love the Lord, who really love homeschoolers, who can help us. You know, we all need help in, in the stages that we're in. Well, when I, was, when I took on the expo and I saw how much work it was, I really started questioning the Lord, and, and it was really during that fall expo that I was just going through so many trials and couldn't even think about the holidays or plan for them and do all the activities that the kids and I love to do to prepare for the holidays. And here in Florida, we don't have seasons. So what I tend to do is take down everything that I have out and put up fall leaf um, I love doing floral arrangements. So I have all these leaves and fall leaves, and I have these upper cabinets. Um, I have very high ceilings in my home, and I have lights on these upper cabinets. And so I put up all the fall leaves, and it just looks beautiful and festive in my home, especially when you look outside and everything's green, and it's still hot, and the kids are still swimming in September. So um, I love all that. And I remember the kids asking me, Mom, when are we getting our fall leaves out? When are we getting them out? And I kept saying, you know, next weekend and next weekend. And finally my son said, Mom, I'm going to go get the ladder and and get him out of your closet. And I said, okay. And I remember feeling guilty and horrible. And I just said to the Lord, you know, maybe I heard you wrong. Maybe I shouldn't be doing this. And that's where, you know, I went to to lament in my room with my Bible and my um, sheet of paper. I love to just jot down ideas and, and journal when I got my Bible. And I heard the Lord just say, to me, just write down the song. I've been praising God in my mind and singing one of the praise songs that, that we sang at our prayer group. And and so, you know, I, I had this idea and had joked with Gabriella Fry um, for years. She's a talented musician that um, we were going to write a homeschool song and homeschool album one day. And um, and so I really felt this urging, write down the song, write down the, the song. And I just said, Lord, I don't write music. You know, I know you keep urging me to do this, but I, you know, I told you it could be worse than telling the Lord no, but I really felt this urge. So I sat down and wrote out this homeschool mom's prayer, and that's what I called it, and um, never written any kind of, you know, music in my life, and like I said, didn't even have, it, it was just the lyrics. It wasn't a musical score or anything. So I thought, well, I'll just, Use this as a freak before the Lord. I'll email Daddy. She's a busy mommy with a little baby. There's no, she's not going to have any time to do this because I thought, wouldn't it be great to have it for the expo? And, um, and of course, um, as the Lord would have it, she was available. And by three o'clock that same day, she sent it to me completed, but to, to music. And I absolutely loved it. And then she went back and added piano and accompanied herself on it. And we gave it away and, and are going to give it away again um, to back to school blast. And now um, she and I together have five songs for our Homeschool Moms album. And so, you know, it's things like that, things that the Lord blesses us, blesses us with. It's out of my comfort zone, completely out of my comfort zone to do that. 
And I just know that sometimes when we serve the Lord, you know, we may not agree with every other person out there or any other perspective, but decide what you and your family are going to stand by, okay? Decide how you're going to serve the Lord. You know, as for me and my house, I will serve the Lord. And I'm going to serve the Lord in my own capacity. I'm not going to agree with everybody or disagree with them publicly on a blog post or on Facebook or on anything. You know, so many people waste their time and energy minding other people's business. You know, should so-and-so put their kids back in school? You know, should so-and-so go to this church? You know, or or on and on and on and on. And all I know is that each family wants what's best for their children. And sometimes families have to make hard choices. So what we have to do is we have to put him first. We have to put him in wherever, you know, as a priority in our lives. We have to make him the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings in our lives. And when I was younger, I was an activist. I wanted to argue everything. I wanted to argue about faith. I wanted to argue about creation versus evolution. I wanted to argue about what movies are permissible, clothing, whether to homeschool or not, you know, and, and so on. And like I said, now I have joined with like-minded Christians. We're different denominations. But what we are doing is we are only focusing on the Lord and what he has for us and what he is going to do in our lives. And that's all we can do. You have to do his leading, his will. And that's what I love about homeschooling, what I love about our homeschool expos when we have our mommy's night and all the wonderful events that surround our homeschooling uh, journey through this ministry that the Lord has given, given me. I can openly praise God and share what he's done in my life and hope and pray for others. In my youth, I, I really feel like I wasted so much time with righteous indignation instead of going on my knees and praying. And all I can say is if the Lord wants you to act on something, he will provide. He will give you the ideas, the blessings, the funds, the approval from a spouse or someone close to you. Ask the Lord now how you can serve him. We often ask him to serve us. How will the Lord answer your prayers? I don't know. All I know is that he hears every single one of them and will answer in his time. And when he does, and when he answers you, you will be astounded. You will learn, as I did, that his ways are so much greater than ours. I want to thank all of you for joining me today, and I just pray that the Lord blesses you in abundance. In all that you do, I pray that you join us at the Ultimate Homeschool Expo take time to look over our website, join our event. Uh, we're going to have a membership that is going to be available so that um, you'll be able to get all of the expos at a discount. And um, I just want to be able to bless you and bless your family. So thank you again for coming. I'm so happy you joined our session of Mommy Jammies Night. Please drop our guests a line and let them know how thankful you are that they gave their time and follow up with Gina Glenn on Mommy Jammies Night Facebook page and the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network Facebook page or via email at gina at mediaangels.com. At 